You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh my God, here we are for another episode of Gutting the Sacred Cow. Before we get to it, guess what? We are coming up on a couple of milestones. We're almost at 100 episodes. Wow. And are almost at our two-year anniversary. Thank you all so much for being part of this podcast. Kevin Israel and I cannot thank you enough. You guys are wondrous, magical human beings. And guess what? For this episode, whoa boy, whoa boy, we brought back one of our aces and easily a fan favorite, Dave Landau, returns to do... The Social Network, that's right, The Social Network, and thanks again for everybody who follows us on Twitter, subscribes to us on YouTube. If you have not yet done so, please do so. That would help. We love you all. Thank you so much. Here we go, Dave Landau doing The Social Network. Gather round, here's what I know. It's just that this cow has got to go. Come on, Dorn. Get in front of the damn ball. Don't give me that Olay bullshit. Kevin Israel named that film. That's not even. That's, yeah, like you're, it's like you're like, get in the high chair and I'll feed you. Yeah. It's <laughs> quite a curveball, isn't it, Vaughn? Yes. Jesus. <laughs> that's just, you know what? Fuck you. All right. Listen, you missed some easy ones before, so yeah. let's not, you know. That one, no. no. Yeah, that one was a real dinger. Yeah. And- <laughs> I gave him two from the Rockies. His, like, his I, easy I, ones I, are like, come on, that was said by extra number four in uh, Thunderdome yeah. in the in the director's cut. Everybody knows that. Yeah, this one's just crazy major <laughs> league trivia. <laughs> Kevin Goatee, Kevin Israel, you know that voice, guys. It's one of our faves. Dave Landau. Dave, how you doing, pal? What's What's been new and exciting? Good, man. Uh, nothing. Just doing stand-up, touring around. This weekend, I'll be in uh, Tacoma, Washington. And uh, yeah, just, you know, louder with Crowder and that sort of thing. DaveLandau.com for all your Dave Landau needs. Oh, my God. There are many. Aren't there? Did I, I sell mean, it well? You always sell it. Oh, yeah. There's at least two. 
Here we go, Dave Landau for his third appearance. Kevin Israel, actually, I should ask you, what are you up to? How you been, buddy? What's good? Good. Uh, everything's good here. Just uh, doing some stand up and uh, trying to survive. Well, you're in a nice house. You got yeah. the Winklevoss house. <laughs> well, you got the they came to visit. hammer. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have the uh, leather bound editions behind you as well of books. So it means- many, many. Yeah. Mahogany. Rich, rich mahogany. Dave Landau has returned. And I dare say it's, this one is not as, um, you know, headline grabbing as some of the other films he has chosen to do on our podcast. This one he has chosen to do, The Social Network, a 2010, can you believe this shit's already over 10 years old? 2010, a budget of $40 million, a worldwide haul of 224. It made over 90 here in the States, but over 224 worldwide. In 2021 dollars, that's a $48.2 million budget, a $270.2 million haul. Not bad. No, not 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 bad for a boring. Anyway, we'll get into it. IMDb one through ten, as we know, is a scale in which it is rating films. Dave Landau, our guest, our friend. What did the Social Network get on the old one through ten with decimal points? On IMDb, I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go seven point three. Kevin Israel, a little higher, seven nine. Seven seven. Almost. I was thinking seven seven. Oh, and yet here we are. I said seven three because <laughs> I thought people were better. And uh, they never as usual, are. They, Why would you ever think people are. are better? No, you just set yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> when he said eight. seven, when he said seven three, I thought he's talking about Axel Rose's waist circumference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Critics he definitely Rod- looks yeah. like Mickey Rourke. He does. <laughs> He, he he ate Mickey Rourke, Matt Sorum, and uh, uh, Izzy Stradlin, and Stephen Adler. Yes, yeah, and Adler. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, Kevin Israel, you know it, you love it. Critics, Rotten Tomatoes score one through one hundred. What did the Social Network score? Eighty percent. Dave Landau. I'm gonna go seventy-eight percent. Ninety-six. Holy fuck! Yeah, this is a critic's darling. They love what. It. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's ridiculous. It got nominated out of the wazoo from what I remember. It, it did. It did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, David Fincher is an amazing director, but it doesn't make it a good movie. Fair. Now, Dave Landau, what did the audience score for Social Network? Oh, I'm going to go 76%. Kevin Israel. 81. 86 I'm what? <laughs> I can't believe you're flummoxed and at a loss for words. This is now. well, it's the Facebook movie. Why would mm. it be that much? Because it's Facebook. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the Why best. are you surprised? <laughs> I just well, yeah. Somebody paid for these reviews. <laughs> well, and that, and I guess the Facebook sucked out all the good karma for the emoji movie as well. So we have that to contend with. And, yeah, that's true. They they did make sure that flopped. I just came up for TikTok, the movie. That's to be my jam. Yeah, I'm excited. Quotes. I like MySpace. <laughs> By the they way, they could some, do a movie about that. Some someone like tweeted at Tom who wrote created MySpace. Excuse me, and he's like, "Yeah, I made like I don't know several hundred million. I live on a yacht. You all can suck my dick as I won." 
Which oh, is- absolutely, he won. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And his and it's defunct. He doesn't even have to run a business. No. Nope. He, he got- just made something, somebody made it better, and he got to leave. That's <laughs> the best. He doesn't get blamed for rigging elections or no. influencing. <laughs> no. He's No one even <laughs> thinks about him. He's not even recognizable in 2021. It's the best life. Right. <laughs> Unless he's in this position. Yeah, yeah, that right. picture from the <laughs> with the same haircut and looking like he's still twenty three in a white t shirt. Yeah. It what looks like someone. It looks like someone barged on him taking a dump, and he had no choice but to smile. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're not a billionaire. It's like do you know that there's just homeless people all over where I invented that. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. He's got to be a billionaire though, right? At least oh. a billion. Who? MySpace? No, yeah, Tom. No, no. no, I don't think he's a billionaire. He's probably worth a few hundred. Really? Uh, well, he's, a, unless, he's just fine. That's, that's how you he, win. Un- unless he refined, I'm not refined it. Unless he just reinvested it into other shit. But if he just took the money and, and ran, I, I mean, he easily, easily, we should yeah. probably Google this, 100 million. And you know, he's on that yacht kicking it with the guy who created the LaserDisc and the other one who created Betamax. <laughs> yeah, see, all these guys made great choices. <laughs> they made just a great amount of money off technology and then weren't needed. Yeah. It's like whoever came up with Virtual Boy for Nintendo. Oh my! They God. just paid him to leave. Or the power glove. I feel like he the, didn't make any money. Glove. Yeah, he's probably got like three hundred. But he's. I'm sure he's dead. I'm sure he just <laughs> shot himself with whatever he made from the Virtual Boy. Or the power glove, if you recall that a travesty. Well, the problem with the power glove was the guy who showed it to the world in the wizard is a pedophile yeah so you don't want that guy in real life the guy who plays with the hand ironically kids ironically ironically, we're doing that film after you are you really doing the wizard (laughs) no no ferris bueller stay off sorry oh yeah Okay. So yeah, you say no, the wizard, yeah. I could, that wouldn't exactly be very hard to prove is no, terrible. <laughs> I love it, but boy, it's I watched it not too long ago. It's fucking bad. It's it's terrible. Yeah. I watched it with my son, yeah. yeah. I never saw it. Don't rush. It's a I nice, saw it yeah. uh, in the theater because yeah. it was uh the late eighties and Fred Savage or early nineties, whatever. Fred Savage. Two words. Oh, and Super Mario Brothers three, that got everybody's dick hard. Well, that's why everybody went to see it, was to see a preview of the game. Yeah. My buddy went to Stanford, and his roommate was Fred Savage. And he said that he just constantly had women in his room. And he'd be like, oh, you know what? I'll stay somewhere else tonight. And he'd be like, no, it's cool. You can stick around. Was he filming that James Vanderbeek movie? The Brett Easton Ellis one? What was that he, called? Rules of Engagement? Rules of Attraction. I'd say Attraction, thank you. I love Brett Easton Ellis. That movie's not too bad. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, Fred Savage, though, is just like a chunky sex addict in it. It's great. I would love to know. I would just be the first thing I would say as I moved in my shit. I'd go, oh, Fred Savage, you're my roommate? Come here. Let me smell your fingers. Does Danica McKellar still have her scent <laughs> upon you? Oh, that guy's... Oh, uh, Winnie Cooper. You still know hot. it. By the way, still fucking hot. She's like a yeah. math... Because like, she didn't age. No. She looks the same. <laughs> Two in the pink, one in the Cooper. <laughs> The Mini Cooper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, she was 10. So let's move on from this. <laughs> so what's that, YouTube? We just got shut down? Yeah. Fuck. And the Quote, FBI is coming to your house. Quotes. I'm 6'5", 220 pounds, and there are two of me. I knew you were going to take that you one. Son of a bitch. I know. And of you course, son of a bitch. That was too easy. And the other one, I'm CEO, bitch. Oh, God. Too easy. Kevin Israel, anything left on that bone for you? No, oh, the only the only one that I that I liked is 
your best friend is suing you for six hundred million dollars. Oh God, yeah, the Andrew Garfield character. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and you also I call have him Spider Man. Thank you. That whole <laughs> line. That whole line with the Winklevoss twins when he says that is to just make it the Karate Kid. Yeah. So he's just the underdog, and you have these bullies who were essentially robbed by this guy. Well, and they say that, don't they? They, no. they at some point they, they may they say like my brother and I are in skeleton costumes chasing the Karate Kid around the gym. Right. Yeah. Only thing next is a missing is Elizabeth shoe to get him trouble and getting his ass beat on a, on a semi-regular basis. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what's so weird about it, though, is they do something that's subtle, and then they tell you what they did. You're like, wow, that's great. Could have just <laughs> left it as the karate kid. Davey, <laughs> Aaron Sorkin's not subtle. No. no he's not good. <sighs> I like this. Was, this was leftover West Wing scripts. <laughs> oh, don't you go after West Wing, you son oh, of a bitch. Please. He just How changed Martin Sheen to Jesse Eisenberg and as usually <laughs> didn't live up to a better actor. <laughs> Never watched one episode. Josiah something. Bartlett should be president. Oh, I didn't either. These are assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking with conviction on a topic you know nothing about, that's exactly. how you make it on Fox News, right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> That's what I do every time we get into politics. I pretend and the check clears. <laughs> Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts for you right now. It's time for five fun more facts. Five fun facts for you right now. Want to take a guess who took uh, who was to turn down the role of Mark Zuckerberg? I'll give you a hint. Of course, huge in the late 90s. Huge actor. Matthew Perry. <laughs> they couldn't roll him out of his uh, narcotic-induced coma yet for this, so I, I, I have to say no to that, Dave. Tom Sizemore? <laughs> uh, um, see, see above example. Boy, huge in the late 90s. Was it the kid from Sequest? <laughs> Jonathan Davis, the guy who killed himself yeah. from late Brandis. Brandis. Brandis, yeah, the guy who hung himself. Yeah. Is that who was in it? Only, only like, uh, only like in the Wizard of Oz, like hanging the scenery behind on a tree. Like, the yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's right. That old urban legend. Unlike Dave, I will not dip back into my '90s knowledge of B celebrities and just say I don't know. Timberlake. Yeah. Timberlake. No, the answer. <laughs> He's is she- in it. I know, but the answer is Sheila LaBeouf turned down the role of Mark Zuckerberg. I wouldn't go late '90s with that. That was like the early. Did I say nine? Oh my god! I'm just late, late '90s. I apologize. I meant to say yeah. late 2000s. I apologize. I oh. fucked that up. All right, scratch that. Scratch that. Honey um, Boy was a good movie. I'll stand by it. Didn't see that. It's in the queue. I'll get on that. It's good. Okay. Want to take a stab? Who was considered for the role of Sean Parker, but Fincher obviously decided to go with Timberlake. Who was considered for the role of Sean Park? And the same applies. Huge in the late ni- uh, 2000s, excuse me, late 2000s. Uh, one of the people Matthew Broderick killed with his car. <laughs> are you getting into Ferris Bueller after this? Yeah. I just wanted to <laughs> yes, we are. remind you that he killed people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Grace's nose struck a, a pedestrian and a fast speed yes, and killed did. him. <laughs> Who gets a better nose and loses everything? She's the only person on earth to have that happen to her. That's what makes me believe in God. Me too. <laughs> and he's hilarious. <laughs> I was going to say Renee Zellweger is my second choice, I, but she got. I made out. you look stupid and I made you famous. You, yeah. didn't, you don't understand. Yeah, you were a movie star with a ridiculous face and then you <laughs> took it away. <laughs> she did great movies and then Dancing with the Stars. That's. Oh. Uh, take a guess who is considered for the role of Timberlake. Any guesses? Huge in the late 2000s. Huge. Huge in the late 2000s. Uh, 
Well, it wouldn't be. I, I'm thinking Adam Devine, but he's bigger now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know these yeah. kids. Israel, I'm an adventure guest. No idea. Jonah Hill. Oh, I, wow. They really leaped from that to Timberlake. Well, I guess Jonah Hill <laughs> can really fluctuate depending on what role he's playing. Yeah. That's like being, that's like being or like, what, do what you want a ring thing or do you want a steak? Yes. <laughs> do you want a guy who's really handsome or do you want Jonah Hill? <laughs> pre, pre Gashik bypass, whatever he did to lose all that weight. Oh, yeah. But. Number two, here's a shocker. Both Jesse Eisenberg and Mark Zuckerberg both share obsessive compulsive disorder tendencies. You don't say. Yeah, it's called autism. Yeah. (laughs) Note number one, cross that off. (laughs) The film took place not at Harvard, but Johns Hopkins. They would not let them film there. Aziz yeah, owns- after, uh, after the Joe Pesci uh, with honors movie, they don't want anything <laughs> filmed in Boston. What a callback, Jeff, with Jesus honors. Christ. The bum living in the library fucking yeah. film. This is I why- might be a bum, but I'm a Harvard bum. This is why, see kids, you want to know how to get invited on the show? You have deep cuts that even make esoteric Kevin Goatee go, that's fucking good. <laughs> Number four, I'm, I'm not going to let anyone try and guess. Aziz Ansari auditioned for the role of Divya Navendra. Aziz admits his audition was awful, but was pissed how a non-Indian was cast. I think he could have played that. Oh, I'll get into that with Garfield. We will <laughs> discuss how a non-Indian was cast. Number five, 268. Or Latino? I don't know. No, he's Italian. He's, he's I'm interrupting you. Max, Max Miganella, I think his name is. That's who it was, yeah. 268 hours and 35,000 gigs of footage that were shot for this film translates, though, to 1.45 million feet of film, which is exactly half of what Judd Apatow would make an airline safety video. <laughs> That's true. Just a lot of extra half hours that are there for no reason. All right. Now, Dave, this is our newest section, and this one is called Ask a Gutter, which is where we invite our guests to write questions for you to gutter to see if you can answer them. And if they're ones that are going to be answered in your argument, just say so. Ask a gutter. Ask a gutter. Ask a gutter. Ask a gutter. Uh, Sean Clements asked, make Landau answer how the king, the social network would have been better if the main characters were dressed as juggalos from the king of Detroit. Well, how wouldn't it have been? <laughs> I, okay, I'll give you th- uh, three words. Big money rustlers. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, let's a lot of more for. Let's see. I, mean, I, I got to scroll through some of these for Ferris. Bueller. They really should do the entire movie as Juggalos. There needs to be more movies just remade with clown paint. <laughs> and instead of Apple Teenies, do they drink Fago? They do. That's a Juggalo on my wall behind me. That's me as Crispy Jones on the old Dirty Bastards. <laughs> how can that? How is that, how is that? How is that not your driver's license picture? It should be. I think right. next time I get one taken, it'll just be full clown paint. Zyphos asks, I hope, well, says, I genuinely hope Dave Landau kicks the ever-living shit out of the social network, beats down Lex Luthor as, a, as the human cyborg's relations, and generally shits all over that terrible, terrible, terrible movie. Thank you. 
Thank you. I agree. And uh, yeah, that Lex Luthor was the one of the hardest things I've ever watched. Oh, get me started. We, we did this so on bad. this very podcast. This uh, the autistic Lex Luthor. Brandon Oglesby, the at Newark Knight for Dave Landau. Who was worse in the film? Eisenberg, a.k.a. the worst Luthor, Timberlake or the guy who played the twins? Uh, Army Hammer. Who Why? played the twins? Um, because he manages to make them even more unlikable than they are in real life. And also, it's good that there aren't two army hammers, because then he'd really be <laughs> raping a lot of people. He'd be a monster at an all-you-can-eat barbecue buffet, right? Yeah, so he certainly would. He actually came from, like, a long line of rich people, so he definitely knew the role. I mean, but yeah, look at him. Yeah. yeah, I would say that at least the other ones were trying, but they are very – he's very bad in everything, especially the uh, – Lone Ranger? Lone oh. Ranger, yeah. And that does it for Ask a Gut, everybody. Thanks for writing in. We appreciate that. And now, Kevin Israel, I get to sit back and giggle my fucking face off as Dave Landau goes to Gut Gut the the Sacred sacred Cow. cow. (laughs) (laughs) I love when the guests Uh, uh, yeah, I, I figured I, I knew the last word. <laughs> I uh, Okay, so this guy has a girlfriend in the first scene of the movie because uh, it needs it for the movie to happen, not that it was real. In real life, he already had one. He just wanted to make something. Um, I know it's artistic license, but if you have to make something a true story, maybe it's not such a great story. Fair. Second, okay, we'll start here. The Motormouth uh, Sorkin horseshit dialogue. I'm just reading what I wrote. Uh, he writes everything like they're either the Micro Machine Guy or Dennis Leary in 1992. John Moshita, the Micro Machine Man? Everything's written like that, the way no human being talks. It, it feels like an episode of Gilmore Girls where they can say asshole. It it just feels like a network drama with better lighting and less going on. Um, one of the one of the quotes: "Dating you is like dating a stairmaster." <laughs> that means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. And this is full of lines where I can picture Aaron Sorkin at a laptop writing them and then high fiving himself. <laughs> you know what's funny about that, Dave? I actually wrote that quote down, but I watched the movie however long ago I watched it and going back, I looked at the quote and I was like, I don't even know the context of this. I don't know why this line happened. I have no idea why I wrote it down. Yeah. You get why, like you kind of get what she means, but then it doesn't apply in any way whatsoever. It's like, okay. So a Stairmaster doesn't go anywhere. He's a billionaire. I would take that as it's a great workout. Yeah, I would be like, what does that mean? You mean Damn that right. it's a never More like a Bowflex, sta- but okay. Really more like a stairway to heaven, you Bowflex. dingbat. <laughs> Bowflex. What's next? Tybo with Billy Banks and then the other guy. You got to work. You got to stretch out. The, uh, the other. Oh, I uh, forgot about that guy. Who the, just the gay black gentleman. You. Yeah. Yeah, the one. Yeah, I know. Oh, from a beach name. body. Yeah, we only it. went to dinner once. <laughs> um, there's... And then right to the bathhouse. Yes. <laughs> Uh, here's more that I wrote there's a bit of a 90s thing where they keep trying to make hacking look sexy and cool uh, but it just isn't isn't at all no matter how much fucking Trent Reznor music you put to it it's not sexy and it's not cool and it's not really exciting 
<laughs> I think in real life it could be because you're risking something, but watching someone on a computer is not riveting ever. But wait, you mean to tell me that you watched Hugh Jackman get blown with a gun to his head in Swordfish? Right. He hacked into the CIA and you weren't just a little bit excited? There's two things I like in Swordfish. Halle <laughs> Berry's tits and yep. that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I'll throw one more, out, one more out there. How about the first film ever by Angelina Jolie in a little film called Hackers? Yeah, it's a terrible movie. It's such a guilty pleasure of mine. It's so it's, it's I love just it. not it's not good though. No, I know. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's <laughs> but yeah, I mean Hack the Planet. <laughs> but this movie had the hacker's feel of that cool nineties renegade nerd. Which sure. just is ugh. Um the only, yeah, thing was, ha- the only thing the only missing the only thing missing was a sick ass virtual reality helmet. Yes, yeah, it would have been exciting. A virtual boy. Uh, putting, putting house music to Jesse Eisenberg robotically reciting a bunch of tech jargon he doesn't actually understand doesn't make it any more entertaining. It's like Urkel wearing leather pants. Did I do that? Yeah. And the violin theme through the entire thing is just, it's like watching Heath Ledger's Joker die of cancer. That's what it's a soundtrack to. It makes, it doesn't do anything. It's confused on what the tone of the movie is. Uh, this is, I don't give a shit the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is a good point. You were talking about it earlier that I did write down. That I, had, I had no idea it was 11 years old. That's how little interest I had in this. And I saw it in the theater and I forgot. <laughs> I just completely forgot it existed. Uh, the four in the morning phone call to the administrator is amazing because it tries to be Independence Day. It's like, yeah, there's there's not a meteor hurtling towards Earth. It's just that there's a computer crashing. That's it. <laughs> That's all that happens in this intense scene that requires that just had to be in the movie. You'd all be dead if it wasn't for my son, Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, you'd all be dead if it wasn't for my <laughs> my my mock. <laughs> I love that scene. I know you do. <laughs> I love so that movie. Love it's it such so a good much. movie. Oh, it's such <laughs> dog shit. You know what you oh, said? Ha- I love it. You, Great you, movie. Said ha- you said Hackers is bad. It is. Independence Day is fucking bad. Let's all. Oh, you can't put Hackers and Independence it's, Day on the I'm, same it, sentence. No, they're it's both, Judd they're both Hirsch. Bad. Is Judd Hirsch and Randy Quaid in Hackers? <laughs> no, but Johnny Lee Miller is. Well, I'll give you that. But Randy Quaid. <laughs> Dude, Randy Quaid's the best. I love that man. Fisher Stevens is in Hackers. He was the great Indian in Short Circuit One and Two. Oh yeah, which he apologizes for, and I was like, yeah, I regret it. It's like, how could you possibly regret that? Of all the things you've done and Listen, haven't done, it, it was it gave him the ability to slide in between Michelle Pfeiffer's legs. So I give yeah. him a high five. Yeah, he did it right. Uh, this is my note on Eisenberg. He just sucks. Uh, he has the screen presence of a Manila envelope. <laughs> that's like an insult to manila envelopes everywhere yeah it's a te- he's terrible he's just flat and boring and you don't really root for him or against him you just he's just kind of there and it's the star of the movie um i feel like every positive review of this movie falls under repeat something enough and it's true critics are pussies and no one wanted to dissent uh they have the integrity of alt comics <laughs> where we're at with that oh you ain't whistling dixie 
No, we discussed this for a second earlier. Andrew Garfield got in under the wire as white guy playing Latino. He'd be crucified today. Uh, they didn't even think about casting Hispanic actor. They just gave a chimney sweep shoe polish and dressed him up like Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Oh my God! He sucks so much. He sucks more than in Spider Man, which is uh, a hard task because that film is yeah, both are trash. I didn't mind the uh, the super Christian one he did that Mel Gibson directed, Heartbreak Ridge. That was good. I like yeah, that I like that one. That's he was good, good in that, but it takes it probably takes the intensity of Mel Gibson to really get you acting your best. I feel like he can bring the best out of you just with intimidation, especially if you're Jewish. Oh, yeah. So you're going to do this, Christian. <laughs> Listen, if you don't get this take right, I'm going to make you come in my hot tub and blow me. Blow me. That's what it's there for. It's why I bought a hot tub. Are you going to wear that, Andrew Garfield? You're going to get raped by a pack of comments. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how uh, smart a college girl is, by the way, uh, but she wouldn't even know or care who Sean Parker is. Uh, she would have just stolen music from Napster. <laughs> <laughs> the whole scene was just out of the realm of any sort of reality. Uh, the suspense of people getting into Facebook is non-existent, and the movie seems to think that it is. It's like if they made an Angry Birds movie and it was just showing people downloading it on their phones. <laughs> That's how intense. <laughs> so shit. Uh, the nonlinear timeline. That was another thing. I don't know if you guys noticed uh, the way that it cuts back and forth between past and present. It was incredibly hard for me to follow, even though I watched it several times. And I don't know what goddamn meeting he's in at any given time. And I don't give a shit. That's the amazing part. It's like Quentin Tarantino made a movie about a guy doing his taxes. Well, that's, and you know what? That's a, it's a great point because there's a number of like depositions going on and they're all supposed to be with different people and different attorneys. And it might as well just be them all sitting in a room answering questions. Cause it just doesn't make a difference. They could have shot at like 12 angry men and just told the story. I mean, there's, they could, it could have been a Barton Fink. There's just no reason needed to exist beyond that. Uh, I, you guys, do you know that David Fincher directed a lot of commercials Yes. And it definitely showed in this because it's a highlight reel of them. It's just clinking martini glasses, rowing. It basically looks like an ad for vodka and herpes medicine. <laughs> the entire thing, it's just booze and sneakers. There's no reason for any of it to exist. It's just ad campaign after ad campaign after ad campaign directed by David Fincher. And come to Florida State University. Yes. <laughs> that's, well, that's a good point, too, is I don't care about the Ivy League like this, Goodwill Hunting, as I did on your show. Uh, it just reminded me of how up their own ass the elites are. I've been to Harvard and Yale campuses, and they're boring, ugly places with old buildings that make me want to blow my brains out. Watching lacrosse players uh, playing beer pong is not cool, no matter how much you try to make it look like Fight Club. <laughs> it's fucking just a boring, boring movie. Uh, the hacking contest scene. There you go. 
How's that for awful? Again, it's like Goodwill Hunting. It's basically the Goodwill Hunting bar scene done as hacking. Uh, but maybe this is the type of shit smart people are into. But it rings false to me. And if not, that's really their fucking problem. Sorry. I wrote a lot of swears because I was I mad it. watching it. How do you like them apple teenies? Yeah, how do you like that? Clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> we were bil- the clubbing scene. <laughs> oh my lord he would have just said she's a model if he if he had if he hadn't just recognized her outright and then mark zuckerberg just like is building shit megalomaniacs like power not necessarily fucking look at the time uh, real life mark zuckerberg, zuckerberg's wife yeah <laughs> and tell me <laughs> tell me that he wasn't he was in it for pussy yeah. Just look her up and then tell I me. did. I did. Yeah. Very, very plain. To yeah, say he that. wasn't doing it to get laid. That's not same with Bill Gates wife where you're like, she's finally leaving him. And it's like, yeah, but uh, who cares? At least Bezos did it right. She looks like a school nurse. <laughs> you're like, wow, you've had sex with that. I, I understand why you were on Epstein's plane. <laughs> The regatta scene that I hated, uh, they should have just put a Nike logo at the end of it. It's a self-indulgent shit that had no purpose. Uh, did they deplatform Facebook because it was fucking with their heads? Maybe, they, maybe just because they lost. Either way, I don't care. Fair. Yeah. Uh, this should be character-driven, but none of the characters are anything. Uh, who do I root for? Arrogant white dickhead or other arrogant white dickhead? <laughs> just no... <laughs> there's nobody that you sympathize with. There's no empathy to anybody. Um, I have zero investment in Jesse Eisenberg. I think I've mentioned that earlier in his character. He has no redeeming qualities and is in no way compelling. I have to ask because I rewatched this recently, and it, it's actually still good. Zombieland, the first one, the second one stinks. Yes, it is. The first one's awesome. Yeah, and then after that, it's true. I never All saw right. the second one. It's bad. It's small, it's terrible. Bad. It's it's like D plus. It's I like th- Kick Ass Two to Kick Ass. Kick Ass <laughs> is great. Yeah. Kick Ass Two is unwatchable. I feel like Jesse Eisenberg is like a uh, is is like a very specific weapon that you can only use in like three search situations and anything beyond that it's just not going to work. Ooh, 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 sports analogy time. Jeff, Jesse Eisenberg is that lefty out of the bullpen to get one out and one out only. That's the exactly lefty. what I was going to say. That was my other analogy. <laughs> yep. that I was and then they send him back to the minors for a while and then he <laughs> appears at the majors and you're like he doesn't belong here. <laughs> He's the Mike Myers the lefty for the Red Sox and Yankees year. He guy. really is. He's the <laughs> Uh, also, the whole movie, uh, it feels like a meeting I'm trying not to fall asleep during. Yeah, It has the entertainment value of uh, jury duty or the movie jury duty. <laughs> Polly Shore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what I really hated, and this is uh, completely on Sorkin, uh, the lame dialogue where Justin Timberlake foreshadows Instagram. Isn't that amazing? How yeah. He was able to do that after it had already been invented and taken off. <laughs> it's so riveting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to marry the girl who plays the female agent in the A-team. I see my future. Yeah, I see how this is going to go. <laughs> what else do I have? Eduardo gets fucked over. But then the epilogue says, oh, it worked out just fine. Because it did. The guy's a literal billionaire. 
you don't leave feeling bad for any of them. And the Winklevoss twins, they just found Bitcoin and hang on to that. Not only is he a billionaire, he moved to Thailand to avoid tax implications. Yeah, that's what he (laughs) says, because that's what we go to Thailand for. (laughs) You know what, to Thailand? Rod Roddy from The Price is Right, because he got caught with a treasure trove of boys. Did he really? 100%. Is that why they have the new Rod Roddy? Rod, yeah, he got he got caught with that a long time ago. Boy, can you Thailand imagine boy. his excitement? He was probably being way too loud when he was. But he was always able to guess the price of a blowjob. Oh, he certainly was. Come on was... down, ten-year-old Thai doc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if he's in Thailand, it's pretty much whatever he wanted to pay. I'm sure. <laughs> just, I'll pay three bots for that young ass over there. Yeah, he just brings all the canned food you guessed on. <laughs> All the progresso soup we couldn't figure out. A dollar seven 20. boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese back in my apartment. Oh yeah, it's a dollar twenty nine in America, but in Thailand that's seventeen male rectums who are under the age of ten. Yes. <laughs> um, the uh, oh yeah, the parting in the movie is completely inaccurate to an autistic person. Uh, it's alarmingly false. And anybody, I think, would bash their head through a wall at any point if they were put in those situations. And I just say this as one of my best friends has uh, Asperger's. And which comic are we talking about? Matt McClowry. <laughs> Brilliant comedian. We have. Uh, and now this is my list. The moral of the movie, I guess, is that he pr- pursued what he wanted so ruthlessly that he got what he wanted and uh, still ended up alone? At the, I don't know, but he wasn't because he was dating his wife. So um, it uh, it was really just uh, a bunch of bullshit peddling nothing. So at the end of the movie, there's no value to it. Uh, there's nobody who stood out as somebody you liked. Uh, it looked like a commercial. Um, that was it. I'm going to go with And it made hacking look cool, and it's not the movie Hacker, so it's not okay. <laughs> Good. Plus, you see a little uh, Angelina Jolie titty pre-implant. Fun fact. Yes. Actually, yeah. yes. Yeah, the nonlinear timeline, uh, the suspense, like I said, it's not there. The college girls being way smarter than college girls actually are as well. <laughs> uh, nothing... Um, oh, yeah. And nothing makes me believe that Hollywood, now that you brought up Rod Rowdy, uh, Rod Roddy, I'm sorry, not Rowdy Piper. He's the best. Yeah, of course. Um, nothing makes me believe Hollywood is full of sex offenders than the fact that uh, no one can wrap their head around the concept of that people do things sometimes just to get their dick wet. Yeah. Dave Landau, give me a number one to ten of your opinion on the social network. Um, let's see. I'm going to go a three. Wow. All right. We've had a steady stream of people going, yeah, this film's not that good. Five. Like that's not a, that's, that's not a six. It's not a, that's a true hatred, but. Four is not true hatred. I mean, there's certainly people that are capable actors at times. And David Fincher is a great director. He's just, this is movies. Terrible. Fair. Kevin Israel, why don't you go first and uh, kick things? Oh, actually, I, I forgot one more thing. One uh, other ask the gutter. Our buddy David, the producer, wants to know. He loved your, your other movie. He wants to know if you're working on, on a second film right now. Yes, I am. I am. Uh, we're planning on shooting it this Christmas. 
because I need the direct, uh, I need decorations and I film everything very inexpensively in gorilla style. So uh, I got to wait till December. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to hit up the dollar. So you make porn is what you're saying. That's correct. Yes. Christmas porn. Hey, everything's seasonal. Yes. <laughs> he's also getting on Fago for his uh, juggler reenactment at his house. It's, yes. Uh, yeah. Jay and uh, two Shaggy, two Dope, and Violent Jay to take, you know, fight the, Grish, the Grinch who stole Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, it's a movie called The Posse, and it's pretty good. <laughs> the Posse? Excellent. No, what? that's what you think when you first hear it, but it's just the clown posse. <laughs> oh, posse. It's Kevin a really real. low-budget <laughs> biopic. <laughs> I want to hear the, the, the uh, Marshall Mathers mother biopic. That's what I, I want to see, if you have that in your... Uh... Um, I, I think I'm going to make it in the future. It will also star Kim Basinger, <laughs> yeah. and she will be getting drilled by Michael Shannon the whole time. <laughs> it will be just like Eight Mile. His face is very unsettling, Michael Shannon. Too many, too many skin tags for my liking. Kevin Israel, yeah. give me. Why don't you kick it off, pal? So I've broken my uh, my notes up this time, and I'm going to try to keep these in some kind of order rather than just blurting them out. So I'm going to start with themes, and and Dave actually hit on it this movie has no good guy or bad guy typically movies have somebody you're kind of rooting for and somebody you're rooting against everybody in this movie is an asshole or is at least presented as an asshole this is mark zucker clearly an asshole sean parker absolutely an asshole the winkle bosses assholes despite themselves eduardo he's not quite an asshole he's just an idiot yeah. and a sucker so he might as well be an asshole but he gets rich so now he's an asshole so there, there's nobody you want to win in this and you already know that everybody ends up just fine. You, everybody, yeah. everybody in this movie ends up <laughs> at least a millionaire. Yes. Like, like nobody case. ends up, at least if, at least if like one of the Winklevosses ended up with like one leg on the street trying to blow guys for like a hit, you'd be like, all right, well, there's something compelling about this. No, they're yeah. all rich. They're all rich riding yachts and influencing governments. Like, yeah, there's it, no antagonist and there's no, nobody who has the, they're all antagonists, but they don't have the balls to be an antagonist. Right. Right. It makes no sense. Yeah. Right. Except for poor Rooney Mara. She's still shaking a change cup outside of Harvard yard. <laughs> that's true. She might still be out there, but she's a Harvard bum. Yeah. So that's a millionaire up here. <laughs> Her, her and Joe Pesci can hang out together again with honors. They sure too. can. Yeah, they can. <laughs> I like to see with honors mixed with school ties. Cowards! <laughs> just a Harvard bomb who's drawing swastikas all over Brandon Fraser's bedroom. I just want to watch Brandon Fraser have to throw a football again. That was the biggest hate crime of that oh, entire yeah. film. You mean now that he's turned into Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> that man is not aging well. He oh, got he got in the tent. Oh, it's uncomfortably yeah. fat. I've that movie him. he was just in, every time he was on the screen, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's... And somebody was like, he got fat for this part. I was like, no, no, he, did. no, he didn't. He, he looks like you, he, <laughs> he looks... just got fat. <laughs> I've seen milk lift out in the sun for two weeks. that look better than he does right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's terrible. I've seen Brendan Fraser anyway. movies that are better than he looks. <laughs> Last from the past? Is that what you're speaking of? Yeah. Uh, there's scenes in it where I, that's funny. <laughs> Encino Man, I liked as a child. I like how you had to add as a child, but as an adult, it's an agreement. Uh, yeah. And Encino Pauly Shore Man. is back in the rotation. Yeah, why wouldn't he be? At one point in the movie, Zuckerberg <laughs> says that he doesn't care about money. And it's kind of a throwaway line, but I think it's important. 
Because so Zuckerberg doesn't care about money, but he goes on to be one of the wealthiest people in the world. But he cares about popularity. So is that or power? What is what is what is it that we're trying to rally against in this movie? Because I feel like everything they're rallying against, they're kind of the movie's kind of for. Because all of these guys end up again millionaires. So Zuckerberg doesn't care about money, and he's just looking to create something. He, Zuckerberg's character has no motivation in this movie. And the movie's not quite a, like a, a, a biopic where you're like, all right, I'm just getting the facts, so I'm just learning how this happened. You can feel that there's a lot fictionalized in this because all of the characters are made out to be much cooler or badder or edgier than we know they are. All of these guys are absolutely boring dorks, 100%. None of them, maybe the, maybe the Winklevosses would have been interesting to hang out with, but the rest of them probably are just introverted, boring idiots who and but yeah. the movie makes them all out to be much more compelling than they are because they try to drive this plot that doesn't really exist forward. Yeah, if the Winklevoss twins grew up in like Harlem or something, that would be different. But they're people that go to regattas. <laughs> like there's you don't you just either have that blue blood or you don't. And I, like there's I, there's two ways you end up when you have that much money. It's either you're a billionaire like they are, or you just OD. I was just going to say you dive the needle in your arm. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody spends time talking about how did he blow seven hundred million dollars? How do you do that? Um. Right. So I so I think the bad guy in this movie is actually Facebook itself. Because they keep talking about Facebook like it's this thing. It's growing and it's evolving. And they, they try to make almost Facebook. It almost, this movie almost feels, and, and, and Dave hit it on the head when he said it was like that scene in Independence Day or in Armageddon where they're talking about like this meteor coming down. They talk about Facebook like it's almost like this monster that's taking over that none of them can control. And really, we know what Facebook is. It, it was a place that you could share Farmville and all your friends write ridiculous political posts. Like, it's not, this, it's not this monster, and it's not the antagonist of the movie. So you get no, there's no real conflict in the movie. Because, again, everybody ends up fine. Right. Now, <laughs> That's perfectly, although, I couldn't agree although, more with although, everything you're saying. Although now you can call it Skynet, because when I was at the Guns <laughs> N' Roses concert, I get ads for this, some bullshit drink they are featuring only at fucking Giant Stadium, MetLife Stadium. I go, well, they're listening to us, kids. This is uh, next oh, thing I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the fucking uh, the 100 killers to come with lit purple lasers shooting at people in trucks shooting purple lasers at said flying robots. Yeah. Oh, oh, a long yeah, way to go for Snowden. a teaching reference. Dude, Snowden told us they were watching us 13 years ago, and he's still in hiding because nobody really cared. He's known to protect them. He's like, no, I just want to be able to get my shit from Amazon in two days. That's all I care about. And yeah, no one cared. <laughs> so last year, no one cared. So what? Uh, no one cares. The stuff. The stuff I liked about the movie. I love anything set. In like the early the in the nineties or the early two thousands, I think that was such like an innocent but dangerous time that we were living in because we were right on the verge of really fucking everything up, but we didn't realize yeah. it yet. So we were still just kind of like innocently rolling along, and then everything just fell apart from there. So I love seeing that like that moment where we were still like, let's just do stuff without consequences, and now we're all like, oh shit, there was consequence to all of this. Yeah, they were trying to inv- they were really trying to invent something that was going to take off and and they try to picture like they're making the world better, but they just made a greedy, shallow, shitty thing that ruined humanity. Right. <laughs> they just made them. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what I did like was finding out how nice Harvard dorms are. Harvard dorms apparently look like Hogwarts. And I and I and maybe that's obvious, but it really makes me upset about my college experience because I lived in a prison cell and these kids had yeah. mahogany beds. I hear Nebraska co-eds have some nice campuses. <laughs> co-eds? What are you, 75 year old retired Vietnam vet? It's a porn thing I used to see pop up all the time. <laughs> co eds, gay, DP, or BBC? Yeah, ATM, gay co eds. It's ass to mouth university. You guys don't watch that? <laughs> no. Should I? <laughs> I'm sure it exists. <laughs> or is that Texas A and M but backwards? It is actually. <laughs> I have I, I have some golf balls with that on it, and so I think <laughs> between so between I've never I haven't met too many people who actually went to Harvard. In fact, I don't think I've met anybody. But between this and Goodwill Hunting. I know that everybody who went to Harvard is an asshole like that. There's everybody went to Harvard talks about going to Harvard and they're all assholes. So if I ever meet some and everybody went to Harvard should be offended by all these movies, because I'm sure there are very nice people who went to Harvard who don't go on to be sociopaths. But these movies just lead us to believe that everyone is an asshole. You hear me, Natalie Portman? (laughs) Is that where she went? Yeah. Yeah. She actually consulted. She actually had a meeting with Fincher to talk about life at Harvard to contribute to the script. And he was like, yeah, no. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to listen to the fucking chick who falls out of a sand fucking vehicle in episode two Star Wars. He goes, I'm fine. Yeah, that's she just showed the professional and they were like, all right. <laughs> when the president of the school blows off this whole situation, the whole thing that Zuckerberg was doing and tells the Winkle bosses to get out of there. I feel like he now if that really happened, that guy probably looks back on that the same way as the record exec who passed up on Queen. In that movie. <laughs> Rhapsody. Yeah, or the or Blockbuster who was like, ah, Netflix is stupid. Yeah. No, people love our stores. <laughs> yeah. it's, that'll never that'll never happen. I don't see anything into the future. That's yeah. why I'm here. And people I, I always I, pay six dollars for a box of ca- of uh, Sour Patch Kids and eight dollars for a tub of popcorn. Yes, they will always race here and fight over the eight copies of a new release film we have. Yeah. <laughs> will never go away, even yeah. though there's people streaming now when you pitch this to me. <laughs> Secret fun fact, I enjoyed watching people have bum fights for Friday the 13th Part 8 in the parking lot. Yes, oh, I don't. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> These kids started off ranking how hot their classmates were, and then they created a platform that influenced a revolution and uh, affected campaign election results. And that is the definition of progress. And that, I think, is what we need to take away from this movie. And by the way, they reference Am I Hot in this. I don't know if any of you picked up on that. I or did. Remember yeah. Hell, Am yeah. I? hell yeah, I did. And hell yes, yeah, I do remember Am I Hot. <laughs> yeah. If, and, I've, and I'm not going to get into it, but if, you're, if you don't remember Am I Hot or you're too young to, I feel bad for you because that was really when the internet was in its most wonderful infancy. I'd also like, yeah. to, throw in, I'd like to throw in the fact, too, one of my jobs I was at, I had we were on web, two websites nonstop. Am I hot and ratemypoo.com. Two yeah, those were two. Poo, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was the that best. Was... That was the best way I made thirty five thousand dollars back in two thousand and two. <laughs> it really, yeah. it really, it really, really distilled men into what we care about: <laughs> boobs and shit. That's yep. a capital B. Fuck yeah, dude. Ten. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And a lot of people died because of both sites. <laughs> By their own hand and anus. <laughs> but I do remember... I do remember being in college and we did get those Facebook, that actual book that had all of everybody. All, we got a book with all of the pictures of every freshman in it, along with their email addresses. I don't know why the school thought this was a good idea. And then we would just sit and go through and find all the cute girls and randomly email them. And that's how, I guess, date rape happened. I don't know. Like that was. Yeah. Was I only, went, a, it was only a, went to community college. They brought it was their a, kids. Yeah. It was well. They didn't care enough to make a Facebook, and God knows what their faces looked like at community college. They were all all ruined. But at the University of Delaware, they were fantastic. And so, th- so watching this, watching them do this, and watching him like, like, be like, I'm setting up this this network so we can rate girls. I was like, bro, I was doing that in 1994. Yeah, with using the actual Facebook. Yeah, the yearbook. We would just sit in classrooms in school and go, yeah. six! Yeah. You would just be an awful person. That's what it was back then. You didn't hide behind a fake thing. You were just doing it in front of everybody. <laughs> Continuing with the bad, and I agree with Dave, the, the storytelling is incredibly disjointed. They, they attempt to play cute by going back and forth between the depositions and different points in time, but you end up just losing the track of, train of of the actual chronology of the movie. And you never get the sense of the passage of time of how long things were between. So you stop kind of caring about when or why things happen and are just kind of consuming the moment and not really moving along with the story. It's a, it, it's really bad storytelling. Like, like Dave said, and there's moments in the movie that, you know, just didn't happen like <laughs> that at, at the end, when the cute attorney looks at Zuckerberg and says, you're not an asshole, but you're just trying. So that didn't happen. Then no. nobody said that to him. And I'll tell you what, a fucking an associate at one of the biggest law, because these weren't little law firms they were going to. The, one of the biggest law firms would not have risked her job saying to their client that, by the way, you're an asshole. Like, that's not that doesn't happen. Yeah. No, especially because you might get future work out of that client right. who's loaded. Yeah, right. And is, and is running an internet platform that's going to be the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah, um, taking the artistic license is fine, but making it so painfully obvious is what bothered me about yeah. it. And I'll close with one of my pet peeves. I hate when they cast British people to play Americans. Yep. It drives me absolutely crazy. Because there are plenty of American accent actors that can do it. Now, now Andrew Garfield did a great American accent, so it wasn't that egregious. But it just drives me crazy. Like, I, it makes me racist against British people. But casting a British guy to play a Jewish Brazilian kid is uber offensive. <laughs> like, there, there wasn't somebody. They couldn't have even got either gotten an actual Jew or an action, actual Brazilian kid. They had to go with Andrew Garfield. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, in the end, this movie, I don't hate this movie quite as much as Dave does, but this movie just, it, it doesn't fall on or off my radar. It, it, I watched it. I enjoyed what I could glean from the facts of it, but as a story and as a, as a, just as a movie, it's not very good. So I no. give it a four and a half. Woo! That's a point five better. <laughs> <laughs> These notes brought to you by guttingthesacredcow.com. Every day, blog articles is our favorite. That doesn't happen, which airs every Monday. Movie reviews, movie news, movies we want to see made, all that happy horse shit. Our t-shirt shop, merch shop, all that good stuff is there. If you want to advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow.com. And God damn it, leave us a five-star rating 
two or three sentence review on your podcast platform of choice. Notes, I highly doubt that Jesse Eisenberg had to do much method acting to play Mark Zuckerberg. That's just my own two cents. Uh, Mark, Zu- Mark Zuckerberg seems like he would have taken a pickup artist boot camp and worn a big feathery fedora. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Trent Reznor score. I did enjoy that, but I agree. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin's dialogue has more BPM than Gabber House music does. <laughs> I agree. Google, Google Gabber House. As a former fraternity guy, and this statement should shock no one, there's not a fucking chance that a hot or not rating game would stop guys watching to, sorry, stop nerds watching Two girls who are making out. Hell, in our even in our fraternity house, we put down our Nintendo 64 controllers when playing Goldeneye and put that shit on pause while sorority girls made out. And you think nerds are going to go about their business? That doesn't fucking happen at all. <laughs> the level of autism that Eisenberg portrays equals to the first 10 spots of a New Jersey open mic. Yeah, the guy... <laughs> Corky on Life Goes On seemed less <laughs> less mentally challenged <laughs> than uh, Eisenberg in this movie. He just seems the right amount of autism to not make Facebook. I wonder. Sorry, I missed one. The uh, no, I didn't. I wonder how many times during filming did Arming, Army Hammer fantasize about eating out one of Jesse Eisenberg's rib? Just give me one rib. How much for a cup of soda? You got change for a hundred? <laughs> What if I put a little bit in my palm? (laughs) I knew one of you two would appreciate that. (laughs) In fear of getting canceled, only Kevin Israel will be allowed to do Jewish fraternity jokes in that scene with Mark Zuckerberg. Just kidding. I'm going to do one. What's Jewish fraternity hazing? Having to ignore your mother's phone calls for a week? (laughs) 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 It's it's, uh, matzo ball soup chugging. Going outside without your yarmulke? Okay, too easy. Yeah, going, yeah. Justin Timberlake falls asleep in a dress shirt after having sex with that Stanford gal. I'm pretty sure I don't know any dude who's ever falling asleep in a dress shirt after fucking. I don't buy that. Well, depends what you're fucking, friend. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't find one of her in-sync jackets to doze off in instead? All right. Yeah, that guy only wears clothes for movies. Otherwise, his dick's just in people. He yells, there's a snake in here. I don't know about you fellas. I've never had a woman run out of a shower into a room with a snake in it. And also, he didn't waggle his dick in her direction while saying there's a snake in here. That's just a missed opportunity for General Tom Foolery in this humble person's opinion. (laughs) I've never heard a woman run into a room where there is a snake. That doesn't happen. It would never happen. And it's basically what Jonah Hill did in Wolf of Wall Street, except that was believable. In honor of this film, though, we should all have been drinking apple teenies and then giving our notes while fisting our own assholes at the same time. (laughs) There you go. Kevin Israel, my uh, Kevin Israel, and myself are as white as they come, but rowing crew crew is just a level of white far beyond our level of whiteness. Jews aren't is, allowed to row crew. That's a. Is Israel a Jewish name? <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. Sean- Interestingly, my dad's Nigerian. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> He's just yeah. Sean Parker. I don't think you are allowed to row crew. 
think there's some truth to that. Or really at Harvard. Isaac, <laughs> they let in a few. They don't we like could Asian. be the treasurer for the crew team. Yeah, you but could, <laughs> Zuckerberg coming and causing all the riffraff. <laughs> yeah, you, you could be treasurer for the Skull and Crossbones uh, fraternity. That's yeah. That's... <laughs> Sean Parker seems like the type of guy to borrow your car and then go over your girlfriend's house and try and fuck her while you're gone on a trip and then return your car telling you that you're low, you're low on gas without giving you any money. <laughs> Yeah, so he's Kevin Gautier, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I would at least put half a tank back in for the fellow. I think you've also made the point that he was the hero of the movie. <laughs> if you're a fan of Johnny Lawrence and the Karate Kid, then that's a resounding yes. Yes. What psychopath woman lights her silk scarf on fire? I have never seen a woman turn on a gift, let alone light it on fire. That's a perfectly good article for excuse me, a perfectly good article for autoerotic asphyxiation, as I've seen from many Spice Channel videos. <laughs> I wish this happened at a state school or community college, because in real life, Zuckerberg would have had the silly beat out of him by two jocks. And the Indian kid would have poured sugar in his gas tank while smearing shit on his windshield wipers. Yeah, well, the Jewish yeah, you know what? The fact that Zuckerberg paint. never, the fact Sorry. that Zuckerberg never gets a shit beat out of him is is frustrating. Very much. Like that's what I mean. It's like the Karate Kid. He keeps winning. Yeah. <laughs> At least the Karate Kid did get the shit. He beat did out get. Of him. Yeah, he did. But it's yeah. There's still he won with a crane kick and. As much as I love that movie, still to this day, even when I was a little kid, I'm like, well, they would see that coming. Hey, have you ever been crane kicked? Then yeah. shut the fuck up. No. I <laughs> no. I was a kid in the 80s who wasn't crane kicked at least once. <laughs> what were you on? Fucking heroin, Dave? You couldn't see that leg so planted, so firm in the back. End oh, I saw, but that's just how you would fight. <laughs> so they, kick, they crane kicked you and then stole your Lou Whitaker jersey right off of you? They totally took my Alan Trammell bat. <laughs> The old, uh, another 84 Detroit Tigers reference I can My squeeze in there. Chet Lemon jersey. Chet Lemon. And if, maybe your Matt Noakes autograph card got taken out of your back pocket, too. <laughs> you do, did. Do, do this all day. Do this all day. <laughs> listen, I uh, I like this film. I do. For, but listen. Oh, you got, no, 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 no. Hold don't. on. Hold on. Hold on. How dare you? There are a lot of great points made here. So what I have done, Dave Lando, is a credit to you. I have lowered my score. I like this film. I like a good amount of Fincher stuff. I don't mind the staccato dialogue. I agree the timeline is worse shit. I agree there are no protagonists, antagonists. And you're right, everyone makes out. I do like it. I won't be re-watching it in the near future, but at least it's like, it's, fi- it's fine. It's fine. Six and a half out of ten. I dropped that one point. Wow, that's, that's really high, though. I it's like that it. high because Kevin Goatee has naked statues of the the Winklevoss twins in his yeah. in his house that he jerks off to every night. Just fourteen karat gold ones that piss <laughs> just, on him when he showers. Excuse He's me. like, I just wanted to be six five two fifty. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I'm only I'm only three inches, about thirty pounds below. Actually, and I but I do have both her fleshlights in my drawer as we speak, so everything works out. Well, that's that is exciting. I do have a Winklevoss fleshlight myself. Winklevi fleshlight. <laughs> This uh, donation goes to Bitcoin. Six and a half out of ten. You guys made some a- excellent points. A couple I just didn't I didn't pick up on. So bully for you. Let's see what everyone's favorite queef bag five star critic reviews have to say. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. 
In its cold, almost forensic way, this is as tense and exciting as it is absorbing. It really is a miracle. What? A miracle? The Sully Sully Sullenberger uh, plane landing was just meh to this person. Like a Sarah Jessica Parker romantic comedy is like, ah, that's a miracle. This is a miracle. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah, he's... Miracle is the worst term I've ever heard to describe this film. If you think that's bad, at last a movie you can actually discuss afterward and not just on Facebook or Twitter. No, you'll want to chew on it over and over. You'll want to chew it over in person with friends for hours. <laughs> hours. Yeah, hours. Hours. <laughs> what are you going over? Hours. We're going to Golden Corral, you fat fucks. Yeah. Come on over. We'll talk uh, talk social network. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> bring first a handgun. First, I'm going to bang bring you in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. going to play we're Russian playing. roulette. No, I was just going to say that, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the, the loser has to hang out with Jesse Eisenberg for two hours. Yeah, you have to rewatch the movie if you're the one that survives. Yeah. Like Zuckerberg. Uh. There you go. This one, this one, really. Like Zuckerberg, Fincher excels at data management, delivering vast amounts of information with the utmost clarity and speed. Now, how cute. I was waiting for a friend request accepted joke after that computer par- comparison, fellas. I was. But the uh, data management. I just am upset. I'm still just mad about Miracle. <laughs> the Kurt Russell 2003 joyous film about the Miracle no. Ice. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's a great film. <laughs> enjoy yes. it that's much more of one than this this prom night abortion wow he just dropped his score another platform <laughs> prom night abortion that's the best emo band you guys have to listen to by the way they're good they're very good they cry <laughs> a lot they're gonna open for guns and roses in chicago i'm excited the combination of rapid-fire dialogue, driven, per- driven performances, and impeccable editing, impeccable editing, give the social network an increase. Sorry, an incredible sense of energy. No. Critics one star reviews. Critics one star reviews. Critics one star reviews. <laughs> Watching this. Watching the social network was so epic, it was like watching the Super Bowl, except it was a Super Bowl in reverse. Now, here's someone who doesn't watch sports that tries to make other people think they do when they don't. Yeah, why would it be like watching a Super Bowl? It doesn't even make sense. No, no. I got it. I I understood his reference. What do you think he means? Because he's saying you already know how it all ends, and then you're just watching it go backwards. Oh, so it's like dating a Stairmaster. See how it's nothing? (laughs) Yeah. Dave, you know as well as I do, you're going to use dating a Stairmaster at least three times this week. Yes, I'll probably use it to a lot of people. <laughs> a zesty advertisement, <laughs> a zesty advertisement for the further meaningless Facebookization of our daily routines and further squandering of our free time. I haven't heard the word zesty used in a sentence since Kevin Israel described going to that glory hole last Wednesday. <laughs> Not an episode if Goatee doesn't make a glory hole joke. Is that also how you get zestfully clean? Because that's what I do. <laughs> Cocks in your face, time yeah. for a bar of soap. Oh, just makes me feel so pure. Is it better than the, than the uh, Irish spring people? Yes. 
Well, that's you have some dove those, on the other side of that wall. Those, be those heathens use that. <laughs> Cavalier when not in your face cocky. Aha, another reference to a glory hole. This Hollywood na- notion of a dumbed down, sexed up Harvard is a less brainiac boot camp than Ivy League Club Med, where nobody does homework. A hyper capitalist homage to Facebook and an infomercial in biopic clothing. That one-star review made me like this movie more. Yes. Yeah, that was... It, <laughs> I hate when the one-star review has to be pompous. I give that one-star review a one-star. I do. An anti-charismatic Charles Foster King with social issues, class status, yeah. anger, and homoerotic panic. Let's check the old bullshit meter, boys. Nope, nope, and nope. The only homoerotic panic is when Dave Landau is late to return his gay porn DVDs back to the adult movie store. Well, I'm still a Blockbuster supporter. I have to get back to that section. <laughs> the beaded curtain, does that not just send a shiver up your butthole of excitement and anticipation? Uh, oh, because I, I, I know I'm going to, it's going to be a big finish. <laughs> Is it big? Lackluster pedestrian. It's a finish. <laughs> oh, I just... It's everywhere. <laughs> Lackluster, I got to get it through this. Filthy piece of shit. <laughs> Get a napkin. (laughs) Lackluster pedestrian, emotionally hollow and underwhelming despite exquisite cinematography and a timely, initially intriguing premise. I'm not sure this is much as a review for this movie as it is for my lovemaking style, folks. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) Amazon. He's not wrong. (laughs) No, he's right on all levels. (laughs) Amazon five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Amazon five star reviews. If if I recommend this movie for nothing else, the decision to cast Eisenberg as Zuckerberg was a no brainer. Eisenberg is slowly becoming my favorite actor, and his performance in this movie is phenomenal. There are so many moments in this film where Eisenberg has a precise amount of restraint over his facial expressions and is able to speak with his eyes and scowl alone. When talking, his cadence and speech are what could be expected from your stereotypical expectations of an introverted genius, very fast, almost to the point of rambling. These qualities combined with gestures that are also subtle but controlled come together in a way that is absolutely flawless. Written by Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) Because Jesse Eisenberg has the emotional range of data. (laughs) From Star Trek. Or the Asian kid from Goonies. Which one? (laughs) his name was data all right it was yeah don't even get me started on this one i liked it definitely didn't expect this to be the zuckerberg story about facebook i heard he's done a lot to make up for it cute though like really underlying storyline about a chick he loves though i used his program four years doing something and something else lol signed helen mirren (laughs) i in, in caps I had, been wa- I had been waiting to watch this movie without paying $19.99. The movie, very, very interesting on the business end and how people should be not treated nor used. I will watch this again. Great. They can never take our freedom. They will never. That's it. Or, or, or is this Gunnery Sergeant Hartman from Full Metal Jacket reading this? <laughs> <laughs> A jelly donut in Harvard Harley Yard. Army. Yeah, oh, he's so great. Yeah, that's no good. I adored this movie. It's not just a movie about Facebook. It's much greater than that. As for the product, it came in great condition. I purchased this a year ago, and its case has been very durable. And an overall great purchase for fans of the film. 
Well, you know a movie's good when you're rating the case. <laughs> All the same? Yeah. Amazon, one-star reviews. Amazon, one-star reviews. I stopped watching early on. I don't know if I can update. How much money should half a hack get? I don't want to be stalked by creeps. My husband and I watched it in th- my husband and I watched it for 3.99 in HD. Found it quite boring and a waste of my time and money. We cannot recommend this movie. We can however recommend Room 802 at the beautiful Mount Airy Lodge though. Written what? So we watched it for 1.99 in SD and oddly same experience. Yeah, yeah so so odd. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. No comment. Had great expectation, but. Oh, yeah. I love a great expectation, but. Written but, from the Motel 6, yeah, great room. With her power got yanked off mid-sentence of the review. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Absolutely awful. Exercise and self-gratification. Stupid, vapid, talky, and boring. Oh, now I know why so many selfie taker types are alone and unattached. Because they're self-absorbed jerks, just like the film's protagonist. Stinks. Don't bother. Signed, YouTube influencer working Carolines, November 11th through the 13th. (laughs) I want this guy to tell me who was the protagonist. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see his, yeah. Rashida Jones. Show your work. It's got to be. I ordered it for a group event. However, after reviewing it, realized it would be inappropriate for professional use due to language. Signed, KKK chapter out of Fort Sumter, South Carolina. (laughs) Well, I'm glad they're still keeping it clean over there. (laughs) Fake book is breaking antitrust laws. It is not free. Your freedom is not secure on any of his monopolized sites. This movie shows what kind of crooked person he is. He is a master of puppets at best. Shut, shut. Flake book down. Shut Instagram down. Signed, uh, Compound Media subscriber. (laughs) Oh, boy. Kevin Israel did. They're uh, way more into my new show. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Israel, did Dave Landau gut the sacred cow? Dave Landau has successfully gotten a hat trick. He's the second person to do that. No, I thought I didn't gut Goodwill Hunting, though. Did you? I forgot. Did he? I thought you know. did. I think we. Maybe I did. I don't know. I, I don't remember. Did. I think. Oh, I think. Well, I, then, regardless, I, then I think you can cut that out. Agreed, and Goatee <laughs> didn't. Possibly the case, but yeah, he did this have, time. We, no, but he did this yes, time. I will absolutely I will stamp that approval. We were we were on par, friend. We I think we each saw the same movie. That's how I'm going to put it. We saw <laughs> we the same set of eyes. Beautiful job as always, Dave Landau. Once again, what are you up to? Where can we find you? Uh, DaveLander.com. I've I've gotten I, I rented the social network for the <laughs> gathering. <laughs> the gathering yeah, of the jugglers. We'll all watch that together. <laughs> Kevin Israel, what's up with you? Uh, KevinIsrael.com for my calendar as dates are slowly coming in. And please leave us a rating and a review on your social media platform of choice. It really helps us. We had a huge weekend this past weekend, which isn't relevant because I don't know when this is coming out. But to when it's taping, we had a huge weekend. And it's all because of you guys. So keep it up. Keep it coming. And keep us on top of the charts. KevinGoatee.com for other hilarity and shenanigans that are generally afoot. 
CuttingTheSacredCow.com, as we, we had said every day, JuddingTheSacredCow at gmail.com to advertise with us or just to say hi. We're a friendly sort. And uh, like I said, five-star rating as Kevin just said. Excuse me. I don't want to repeat that. So there you have it. Dave Landau, we fucking love you, man. We love you. Thank Jack, you. We have I love you guys. Class. Oh, the feeling is more than mutual. And uh, we will see you next time, folks. Take care. Later. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.